0: Hey, Adam. Yep. You know what a speak pipe is? No. Well, you're going to find out today, my friend.
1: I'm Adam Manis, And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the you Here At podcast. Daily jazz advice coming at you. Coming at you. Uh, today's episode is... Sponsored by The Oxford American. Man, I'm loving uh, The Oxford American, having all these copies of the magazine around the office at home. I know. I just read this incredible article by uh, a poet, a young poet, in search of basically Nina Simone, like following Nina Simone's uh, story through the eyes of this young uh, poet. And it's so well written, and it just reminds me, every time I, I pick up the magazine, like how powerful... Uh, literature can be towards
0: other forms of art. It's great. Right, right. Yeah, I read that as well. It's actually... I was just checking the title again. Nina is everywhere I go. Yeah, and um, folks can go to oxfordamerican.org/yhi, and there's a lot of content, including this article. You can go check that out. We encourage you to subscribe because there's nothing like having you know the the the, the uh, magazine in your hand. But this gives you a good idea to see if it's a good fit for you into your reading and intellectual lifestyle. I really prefer the physical magazine. You know, I do
1: because you're flipping through, you're seeing the. Seeing the little the little things, you know the ads, yeah. the poetry, the everything. Right, so. but it's
0: cool because they do have some nice, um, you know, kind of multimedia stuff that goes along with it that you can come and reference um, as many of these great magazines do online videos and audio and stuff. And the subscription it comes with at least one CD edition on their yeah. on their annual their much beloved annual music edition. Yeah, so you can awesome. check that out as well. So uh, again,
1: oxfordamerican.org/yhi for the deals for the. The features uh so
0: why are we talking about speak pipes okay because we have a speak pipe and i feel like well no you you, you want to get on a high horse and go on a little rant there big guy well don't you? we have a oh wait m- first of all let me just say i just i'm so used to calling you big guy you're not as big as you were. If you can, I still call you big guy. Yeah, I'm still kind okay. Of big. I mean, you're a tall gentleman, well, but you're not big guy like we say big I'm, guy. I'm
1: fairly. Big Is that a too. funny
0: thing when somebody says big guy? Are you wondering what do they mean? So when you're really a big guy, <laughs> when you're when you're kind of a,
1: a portly gentleman, <laughs> that's the last thing you want to hear. Really, but what if
0: you're tall also? Can't you be like oh yeah, that, maybe they mean big guy? Yeah. Oh, what about like big guy, big rich guy, big powerful guy? That never happens to me.
1: <laughs> There's a slippery slope. But usually it's some skinny pretty boy who's like, hey big guy, and you're. <laughs> Like uh, uh anyway, <laughs> I wanted to talk about. Uh, we have a, a speak pipe from Zoom from Vancouver, and I wanted. Oh to, really? Yeah, I know, <laughs> and it's it's a weekly thing, and he's always got great questions. But I want to say to our beloved You'll Hear It listeners, go on You'll Hear It dot com. There's a a place where you can contact us. You can leave us your voicemail. We need more of these than from just zoom from vancouver as much as we
0: love you zoom and we do and we've gotten some other ones too we've rejected a few we had some politically incorrect ones let's not let's not even go there yeah they're all by you <laughs> well. no, no 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 well yeah <laughs> the response was gonna
1: no be. but zoom, zoom asks great questions don't let zoom hog the spotlight everybody. exactly C- come out come at us with your own voicemails they're super fun and we love answering them and uh
0: and i'm just looking i'm like maybe it's not as easy as i think go to youllhear.com hear.com click on podcast in the upper right kind of corner and then uh, I just want to make sure. Maybe Zoom is the only one who knows how to contact. Uh, oh, then there's another click you're going to need to do, which would be contact. Oh, you just said that, didn't you? So maybe we'll re-
1: we'll rehash this, this. We might. It but might it, take a mean, click away or so. That's two
0: clicks. I mean, yeah, people can can figure can do that. Yeah.
1: Anyway, uh, here's uh, Zoom's question.
0: Hey guys, this is Zoom from Vancouver. Thanks for a great podcast as always. Uh, I would be interested in hearing an episode focused on minor harmony. And how you harmonize tunes in minor keys, because it's definitely a bit different than major keys. And I've seen a couple of different ways of approaching it. So I would love to hear how you guys approach minor harmony. Okay, thanks so much, and 12 stars. Great job, guys. 12
1: stars. Twelve 7 plus 5, stars. I'm thinking.
0: Ah, okay. Yeah, that's, that's that Jeff Goldblum math. Yeah.
1: You know, I um, I try not to play in minor keys, so I'm not the best person for the i
0: <laughs> I mean, isn't just... I mean, my concept on minor harmony is do the same thing you do with major harmony, but make it sad, <laughs> pretty much, right? <laughs> just, like, start crying when you play it. Yeah, it should be slower. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, I really have never thought about this. So this is going to be fun, and due to our lack of preparation here at the You'll Hear a Podcast, I didn't think about it before. So this will be very off the cuff. So you Are we going sans w- headphones? Yeah, I mean, I've lost like my
1: headphone signal, Andrew. I don't know if there's anything you can do about that, but it's, okay. it's not necessary for the rest it of it. It isn't. No, we got it. So... Yeah, I mean, for me, I think the answer to how to approach minor harmony is it really depends. It depends on the tune and the context. Yeah, but number one.
0: Listen. For sure. For sure. Okay, so now I wonder if we could break this down into a couple different situations that folks uh, are likely to see this, that we're likely to see this as as jazz musicians. Minor harmony where it's like a predominantly minor tune or a, a whole section. That's in minor key.
1: Yeah. So think about like in a sentimental mood, Mm -hmm. round midnight, softly as in a morning sunrise. Right. That's one kind of minor harmony. It's it's like that minor six harmony, right? Yeah. If you have the natural six. So if it's a C minor, you have the A natural. Yeah. And oftentimes the B natural is a part of that. Right. That sound.
0: Don't be square, be natural. Okay. Sorry. I don't know why that popped in my head. I'm I'm glad you did though.
1: (laughs) That's one time. And then there's 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 modal versions of my I mean, there's um, impressions and, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. Even um, footprints would be, yeah. uh, you know, more of a, a maybe a Dorian sound. I mean, it's Wayne, so who knows what sound. It was. Yeah. Actually.
0: Well, and actually, I think that that th- th- this hits on something interesting that I do use is that kind of. Um, play with that minor six, as you're saying, minor six, nine, maybe even sometimes with the implication of the major seventh in that harmony in your voicings Um, versus the the more Dorian C minor seven, minor seven where um, it's a natural six, but the emphasis is on the seventh and the ninth and maybe the 11th. And you can kind of shift between those two different sounds. Um, And that can really be done, even say like in in Softly as in a Morning Sunrise. Uh, Because I find like when you're going into the more C minor 7, C minor 9 situations, as opposed to the minor 6, 9 or minor 6, um, a lot of our kind of traditional fourth voicings and fourth, um, you know, melodic shapes and movements become super useful. So you can use those even in those situations. They don't have to only be when you see that particular chord c minor seven
1: yeah that's really the that's really the the di- the two main different ways yeah. to approach it and and to do this you're going to have to do some kind of analyzation like so we take a tune like alone together right yeah. there are clues in the melody and in in the the changes there's a two five in that d- whenever there's like a two five with a half yeah. diminished and then a flat flat nine yeah. uh you know flat 13 yeah, yeah yeah uh that to me clues in that this is that minor sixth harmony with the natural six and yeah. probably the natural seven. Um, that's a good indication. Yeah. Um, and if there's, uh, if it, if so, I mean, sometimes when you see the change or you hear that change, you hear that Dorian sound. It can be very, very obvious, and yeah. sometimes not. So like, um, in a sentimental mood, right? Yeah. That's pretty obviously that minor sixth sound because yeah. the first thing it does after it's on the minor chord is go to that
0: that that major seven sound yeah, you know yeah, what i mean yeah. that little walk
1: down thing and then it goes to the dominant to the And it actually Dorian. goes to
0: the sixth at, at kind of the culmination of that harmonic movement on that i guess it's the fourth bar yeah you know which is sort of the resolution of that first exactly uh, root movement
1: so that's that to me is the the minor sixth harmony now the scale you can use for that is the on that like if it's d minor six is d melodic minor
0: Right, you know, right, right. So I think too, though, that that brings up, say, in the in a sem- sentimental mood situation, um, the yeah, definitely kind of a minor six nine song I think the melody starts on the ninth when the on that first bar, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you can use the seventh. Always in terms of what your voicings, what your improvisation, um, as a little bit of tension to resolve down to the six. Yeah. Like that I'll use a lot. John Coltrane does that, you know, for sure. I mean, uh, probably everybody at some yeah, point, yeah. but I just popped in my head the way he plays over in, in a sentimental mood. So that's kind of one approach that's somewhat unique to minor harmony, I'm thinking, as opposed to major harmony on a typical type of standard like that, that's sitting on a major. That wouldn't necessarily be something seventh to six, doesn't really give you any. Tension and release, but this, the seventh to the sixth over the minor does give you tension and release. And that's su- such a, it's such a basic um, uh, kind of um, format or, or, or structure of, of how we can use, you know, I'm thinking soloing, certainly um, voicings, but it's it's so much like overlooked the usefulness of it tension and release. It's Absolutely. so basic, it's like, yeah. you know, melody, rhythm, and harmony. Um, are, are the elements but then how you tell your story tension and release is like right up there. there's like plot development or theme development mm. and and you know peaks and valleys and all these different things. but I mean just tension and release is like that basic building block. So if you can kind of master that, um, at least how how it sounds and how you can use it so that it becomes one of those things that pops into your head like oh this it needs a little tension and then can make it so much more satisfying you know yeah yeah I mean your classic thing is kind of in a lot of situations is a half step up and then resolving down or going up you know taking it out and taking it back that's that's an easy way to do tension and release and that works with minor as well but this one's kind of unique.
1: Yeah, it is, and I, one little nuance to consider for this, especially for the minor sixth harmony, is it's actual minor sixth harmony. Yeah, I'm thinking about uh, you know any kind of tonic chord. You don't really want to play a minor major seven all the time. The minor six sounds better as a as a tonic chord. I'm thinking about autumn leaves, right? Think about the end of that first A section. ba, ba, bow, bow, bow. It ends on that G. If we're in the key of B flat, ends right. on that G over a G minor. And so if you have like a G minor major seven in there clashing with that melody, it doesn't yeah. sound as good as that with that natural six, the E. Right. You know, so really uh really master those minor six voicings the same way you would with major six, yeah. nine voicings. But maybe
0: it's even more important with minor harmony because What well, sounds better. Right. It sounds better, but also the nuances can be more noticeable in terms of clashing with the melody, especially if we're talking about like a standard that's slow and like you're going to be sitting there. I mean, when things are moving fast, you can get away with a lot of, you know, different things. But with there's so much more, it seems like potential to clash if you aren't nailing these voicings when the melody's being played. When you get to solo, you know, it's a different thing because you still have a melody to kind of match with. But it's if it's your soul, if it's somebody else's, it's a moving target kind of. And you're listening yeah. for that. Um, but being able to to differentiate that minor six, major seven, and dominant 7 over the minor seems to be one of the most uh, problematic areas for folks. Yeah, another nuance to this
1: is like a two five one in a major, uh, or in a excuse me, in a minor tonic yep. key. So like again, we'll go back to that last phrase of the yep. last of the A section of Autumn Leaves, right? Minor two five to G G minor. Yep. let's say. So uh generally the 2 is always going to be half diminished Yeah. generally yep. not not always and then um the 5 will usually be either an altered sound or some kind of flat 9 sharp 9 sharp 9 flat, flat 13, 13 right, right. Uh, those are going to be your there. choices so, yeah yep. but but a lot of folks just default to the altered scale there right um because it sounds great yep. going to that minor tonic that minor 6 that
0: yeah and i mean all this stuff is like You know, it sounds great, as you say, but only when you apply the other elements that have nothing to do with minor harmony as well like yeah, we, yeah. we like they don't sound so good that you can just slop your way through or just play up and down it's got to be in time and yeah. all these different things and so when you're listening to things that work really well and this certainly applies to exceptions to the rule in a number of situations for harmony because I mean now we're in an area where you're you're always going to see a lot of exceptions to the rule harmony I mean yeah, yeah. you know like totally. rhythm and melody there are too but harmony is like this is rife with exceptions but you want to be listening to how it, you know the the harmonic theory and harmonic conception of the player especially when we get into improvising or you know choosing voicings or whatever how they interplay when they do make an exception with those other elements of rhythm or melody like are they jumping on a really strong rhythm and whatever and then almost using it as like a a bipolar kind of a thing where they're working against each other
1: yeah i'm glad you mentioned melody because as we're dealing with any scale theory no matter what we're talking about being able to form strong melodies, it actually takes some experience. You just can't yeah. be like, oh, I know that if I play this and this over this pattern, I can do it over anything. Right. Actually, th- those intervals sound different over different chords. So you have to practice these things. Yeah. Um, right. Some some other theory options you have on a 2-5, a minor 2-5. So the 2 chord, you can either play. You know what to play? Uh, no. What do you play?
0: Uh, oh, <laughs> uh, minor, uh, half diminished. We said that already. Oh, that's the one we saw.
1: Yeah, the half-diminished, and so you could play either, like, uh, I think of it as the Dorian scale from a minor third above, so if we're A half-diminished, oh, right. like a C Dorian.
0: Right. And that gives you that that um, nat- that, that major ninth, right. unaltered ninth. Right. right, the Locrian. The Locrian. Or
1: you could do the Locrian sharp two, which is like a C... Uh, melodic minor scale right. over that A half diminished right. and Ascending. then we we Ascending. meant to yeah, as, as, yeah. And, and descending oh is it <laughs> I don't know no. <laughs> and then uh, and then for the uh, again for that dominant chord going to a minor chord this is tricky because you don't want to do just like I mean you don't have to do anything like we said but, yeah. but having
0: like that natural 13 in there is weird because that's the major third to the Except that now I do see some exceptions there when melodically you're going to resolve down to the minor third because the thirteen on that five can go down to the minor third. It in, could be hit a harsher way depending on how you set up your melody, right?
1: Yeah, it could totally be hit, but you have to be aware of aware all these exactly. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's the thing. And when we talk about aware with this, it's really about number one, listen because you have yeah. to be able to hear these things in advance and know when you're going to you know kind of go against the grain how harsh it's gonna sound maybe and, yeah. and then do that at a musically appropriate time. If it's kind of, you know, a time when you wanna be right down the middle with your pitch, yeah, then um and I'm talking baseball pitch now because we're a yeah. baseball season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then you wanna kind of know the applicable harmonic concept that you're going to be at especially on these dominant chords because this is a big transition time yeah there's already built in some tension to the situation anyway you know one
1: of the most basic sounds over the dominant chord uh to a one chord that you can get on this minor two five ones is that's little, pretty basic a little too basic no <laughs> is the is the harmonic minor scale of the of the tonic so if mm. we're doing a two five and g g minor uh, you can play that g harmonic scale over that d7 flat 9 right. you know what i mean it doesn't right. have the sharp 9 so it's a little less you know harsh sounding it's yeah. a little
0: more like it has that skip there that minor third skip but i love thinking about other scales anyway over different roots of the of the chord taking it because that always puts you in another place melodically for totally. your improv
1: and i feel with whenever i do this whenever i play that root that that tonic harmonic minor scale over the 5 that it's yeah. it's going to I always feel like I'm so in the key. I'm already right. playing in G. You know yeah. what I mean? Like You get a little pep in your step. I don't know. You? I yeah. like that sound a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: good. So, all right. Well, thank you, Zoom again, and um, for the question. And look, let's let's put a little challenge out to our. You'll hear it, listeners. I love a challenge because you know we have more power than we think. We experienced this last week. I don't know if you saw the response to our little April Fool's joke. I mean, you know, I felt like we we really sold that. We, I thought we did too, but you know, it's funny in my home, which I always, you know, really, really. Um, uh, go to my wife because she's an avid you'll hear it watcher she doesn't listen to it she watches it on youtube she wants the whole <laughs> multimedia experience but i always go to her for kind of feedback on things and she was like on april fools i was like what do you think of the little prank we played and for those of you that didn't hear it we basically said last uh monday i guess it was april april 1st yeah um that this was our last episode ever and we just like sold it and we we're just like we've had a good run but today's going to be the final episode and that was it. And she's like, that was so stupid. No one's going to tune in it. Tomorrow. I was like, no, people are going to, no. And she's like, I don't think people really care that much. They're going to be like, oh, okay, it's done. And then, so I was very excited that yeah. our listenership, our yeah, stats yeah. were back in there the next day, we if got, not higher.
1: We got to have, uh, <laughs> ha, have a have our wives come on for a, a, a bit of a knock us down a peg episode. Yeah, I well, we like. talked about that. And I
0: think we've even floated that. So if you guys want to see that, um, I guess I can't say um mrs adam manis and mrs uh peter martin that's a little, i wouldn't that's a say old that fashion. i wouldn't say that oh no if if the better halves as we could say definitely uh to come on and do a little bit of a um you know th- that that might happen at some point if you guys give us some nudging you know what why don't you give us some speak pipes about that or any other question <laughs> please you know oh. give us some speak pipe go to you'll hit we're gonna put a challenge out or yep. else we might Let's end this challenge next it. next april first okay, stop threatening <laughs> Oh, really? We're not going into threat <laughs> mode yet? Yeah? Okay. No, but give us a speak pipe. You know, don't think, oh, my computer's too old. This system works for any – well, it won't work for yours. Adam's oh, got an old goodness. computer. but as computer's long as just you're... fine. <laughs> as long as your computer's after 1988, you'll uh, be cool. Uh, but, no, just go there. It's very easy. You press the button. And, look, don't think when you record it that you're not going to have a chance. You have a chance to review it, I think, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure you do. <laughs> yeah, you do. You have a chance to review it. So uh, maybe that's why people haven't done it because yeah. they feel a little. I mean, Zoom. Follow Zoom's lead. Yeah, know? he's great. We might have to bring Zoom on as, uh, to do a tutorial for <laughs> folks. <laughs> Press the button, tutorial. be confident. But yeah, you have a chance to review it, and then you can redo it if you want, and then you submit it. So it's it's no pressure or whatever. Let's, but just know that if
1: you submit it, if it's a good question, you'll probably yeah, it. Yeah, let's put a challenge out. Let's try to get a whole week of Speak Pipes. Let's do that. That'll let's do nice. a Speak Pipe week next week. Okay, we'll you say know? that five times. Speak Pipe Speak pipe week next week. That's hard to say. <laughs> it is hard to say. Um, nice. Cool. And, and always as always, go to uh, OxfordAmerican.org/slash YHI to yep. get these amazing deals for a subscription to the Oxford American amazing magazine. And until next time, you'll hear it.